You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. Welcome to another Tadpog podcast. It's a show that happens twice a week. Yeah. It's got two old guys. Yep. They play old games. Yep. Talk about... Those games. 70% of stuff not about that game. Got about 25% game talk. So, uh, so 25 and then 70% other stuff mm-hmm. and then 5%... Uh, ads. 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 We got, yeah, we have new advertisers. <laughs> Who we got? Uh, just our own shit. Pat- Patreon. Oh, right. iTunes. Oh, God. Our own <laughs> shit we have probably takes up like 15% of the podcast. It feels like when we're closing it out, it's like, oh, we got this, we got that, we got this, we got that. I'm on autopilot and everyone listening is also. <laughs> <laughs> but this week, this week, no shit, no shit. We promise straight up we are yeah. talking about... Aladdin do you for mean, the Sega Genesis. Do you mean Disney's Se- Aladdin? The Sega Genesis. <laughs> Disney's Aladdin. Okay. Because there are knockoff Aladdins. Oh, do you man. Remember, do you remember that? Like no. as a kid? like Because <laughs> Aladdin, I guess, is in the public domain. So it's huh. one of those things where it's like, I remember when a, the a Disney Aladdin movie came out and it was like, I was a kid and in Walmart, like a month after the movie came out in the theaters, I saw like shitty bootleg Aladdin in uh, Walmart. Um, and it was just, I think it was just named Aladdin, just like the Disney movie Aladdin, mm-hmm. except it didn't, didn't have Disney's in front of it. Uh, and I remember um, almost almost like picking – I remember picking it up and bringing it to my mom. And she's like, that's not the real Aladdin. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe it was really good. Will you be happy with this much expensive to- – less expensive toy? <laughs> that's fine. Get it. Get Aladdin. Get Aladdin. Uh, it's spelled A-L-L-A-D-I-N, which is how I always try to spell Aladdin. Apostrophe. Yeah, right? Aladdin. It's it's Elvin Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin. <laughs> well, I'm your beard host Tyler, and man, we got this package here. Yeah, we got a package from it. Shake it. It sounds like we there's got Legos a sweet in there. Package from Shadow Runner Cody Stinson. Let's. Sounds like Legos in there. Sounds like I'm Legos. Ca- like just loose Legos that we're gonna <laughs> scatter on the ground and step on. Just yeah, this is a explodes with Legos like caltrops. Yes. Sent us a- yeah, booby trap. A we were mailed a, a booby trap. I know that um, Disney's Aladdin for the Sega Genesis is one of Shadow Runner Cody's uh, favorite games for the mm-hmm. system. He's mentioned. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, uh, we don't piss him off too bad. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> well, I mean, we're gonna get. We're. I'm 95 percent sure we'll get to Aladdin today. Yeah, oh, that we're gonna probably, talk about Aladdin. <laughs> probably gonna happen. I did catch that ditto on Pokemon Go though, so nice. maybe we sh- we might need to talk about that for an hour. Can we though? Because I also caught Ditto and um, mm. would love to talk about. Let's just yeah, let's just do another Pokemon let's just talk Go. About Ditto. Yeah, let's just do that. Let's just call it, we'll call just call the episode Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> All right, here's a here's a letter in in this uh, package. All right, greetings, Tadpog. When I heard you had no hero clicks, I had to send a care uh. package. As you will see, it's a measly. 
TMNT with a smidge of DC and Marvel. Oh, shit. The TMNT stuff... Shit, you got some turtles in there? ...should have a lot of doubles, so you can both have the turtles and Splinter. Oh, these are unopened boxes that yeah, he sent? Yeah, they This are. is crazy. You open them up, I'll look up the prices on eBay. I used to... It looks like Behead. I used to... Behead. Behead info the Infidels. Game. They had infidels this game for the first few years it was out. I came back for uh, TMNT. Also learned they have... Oh, Star Trek. Thanks for all you do, Shadowrunner Cody S. Thanks, Shadowrunner Cody. All right. Let's see. I'm excited. We got like actual like boxes of things to open. What is this? I think that's a... Is that a battle... A folding battle mat? It that's is. what you play it on, right? It is a Shadowrun battle mat. <laughs> Sweet. That is awesome. What's on the backside? Is it just a... Just a hole. Yeah, just a <laughs> hole. Uh, it's, I guess, a, an underground version. Okay. Here's like a, a tech lab and executive suite, and then an underground laboratory. So that's a Shadowrun battle mat? That's yeah. not a Heroclix thing? Oh, I bet it is. I bet it is. It looks. It could be used for Shadowrun, but yeah, it says it is Marvel. Okay. Strucker's Fortress Outdoor. So it's yeah, no, it's a Hero Clicks. All right. Have you ever? Well, I would use it for Shadowrun. You've never played Hero Clicks, right? Nope. Yeah, I haven't either. I've heard about it at Dragon Con. Um, every year, you like, I have to wait in line to get tickets for uh, tabletop games. And last time I was in line, uh, a segment of people were talking about Hero Clicks. Isn't here is a a guidebook for like a quick Hero start, Clicks. quick uh-huh. start rules kind of thing. Powers and abilities. Okay. Cool. Is that a photograph? A seventh grade photograph of Shadowrunner Cody Sensei? I believe this is this is going to be his own little. This 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 is nice. It, I think I think this is from Silent Hill. Oh. So it's just a cut out of a picture from Silent Hill, written on the back. In my restless dreams, I see that town. All right, that's a nice little creepy <laughs> add on. <laughs> I like it. It's a good touch. Uh, Hero clicks cool rule book. All right, let's just read that. Hero clicks uh, cards. I guess the quick reference for all their abilities. Okay. Oh man! All right. That looks like a Raphael. Nice. Raphael Cyclops. Not sure who this is. Let's see. Toss her over here. Whoop. That. I'm not sure who that is either. Two Cyclops. Oh man, there's a lot of shit in here. Damn, Cody. Damn. Classic Cyclops. Oh, I want to see classic Cyclops. So, or as my only reference is, X-Men, Spider-Man, Arcade's Revenge Cyclops. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I love that costume. This actually might be, let's see. Yeah, yeah, that is. I'm trying to see if there's any information on the bottom. There really isn't. Um, but yeah, I like, his new, I like Cyclops' new costume, too, because it harkens back to this classic costume. Oh, I haven't seen that. Uh, Power Girl. Oh, I like Power Girl because she has a nice uh, breast window. She's a <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's her. That's her. I would say her defining, her defining feature. Uh, Scrambler. Uh, Baxter Stockman. Nice. And he's black. The black. So classic. Yeah. Nice. Arclite. Super Saber. Who's Super Saber? No From clue. Marvel. Oh wow. Emma, okay, that's, I did not think that was Emma Frost because it's oh. not a white costume, but it's Emma Frost. Oh, they got her in a different costume. Okay. Look, look, look uh, what is, oh, is that Leatherhead? Yes. Nice. That's, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Nice. He's a much larger Wolverine. Oh, is that classic costume Wolverine with the, the brown, brown? Brown and yellow. Nice. 
Oh yeah, that's badass. I like that. Blockbuster. Mm, best costume. Best Wolverine costume ever. Lady Mastermind. Cody, this is a good package. Lady Mastermind. Magneto. We should have a draft. This is what we do this episode. You and I just draft all, all right. these. That's how, that's how we eat up an <laughs> Here hour. Here you go, Cody. Half. Sorry we get to Aladdin. We drafted all uh Leonardo, Raphael, and they're all wearing the turtles all have red. Oh God, I love it. God, I love it. Like that makes me feel so good. I gotta get a better look at these turtles. And they're Sunfire. All red. Ooh, Sunfire's nice. Another blockbuster. Sunfire and Age of Apocalypse was uh really cool. Arclight. Is it a Hulk? Uh, what is that? Two somebody with two heads. Feel this pull this motherfucker out. Monstrex. Montrex? Monster X. I'm not familiar with Monster Hex. It's uh, Wolfman and Frankenstein. Oh, I'm glad you said that. Um, have I talked about Monster in my pocket before? You've mentioned it. Um, there's a Nintendo game for that that I remember as a kid that I would like to add to our eventually list. Okay. Because I remember it being a lot of fun, but there really is no way that it can be as good as I remember <laughs> it. Here's Slash. Ooh, sweet. Let me see Slash. He was one of my favorite um, action figures. That's a nice slash. Leonardo, Leonardo. Yeah, that is nice. Donatello, Donatello. Oh, man. Why? Ugh. TMNT Heroclix is like actually might get me into <laughs> playing this if I didn't have to like go to a game store to do it. I Casey do not... Jones, dual wielding bats with his, not like new Casey Jones, got the hockey mask That's on. That's fucking awesome. Michelangelo, Splinter. Baxter Stockman. Who are you, guy? This is a great package. This is so much better than the loose Legos I thought we had. Nobody. Just a... He's in black. All... He's a shadow. Yep. Uh, so who's this robot here? Fugito? Unfamiliar. Who's this person? I can't even read that. The background behind him is so big. This is, an, this is a weird-looking hero clicks. That's like, what, green energy blasting out of him? Renit Tilly? Renee Tilly? I don't know. I'm not familiar. There we go. Neat. Damn, man. That's a lot of hero clicks. That's some good shit. All right. So I'm interested in, I'm interested in all things Ninja Turtles. I wonder how well this would go play out. I don't imagine very well to do it through a strictly audio medium. Probably not. But if we could set up a camera or something... And do it for like a Patreon. That or would be interesting. Bonus episode. I think the camera had to be way high up though. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Thank you, Cody. Here are these. Yeah, dude. Thanks a lot. That slash is badass. So was that classic costume Wolverine. <clears throat> what? Did you got anything? That missed package. Uh, do I have anything? No, I was also gonna good take a ride on this sweet, sweet right. Shadow Runner package. <laughs> um, I've been playing things. There's that. Mm -hmm. Been playing a lot of Overwatch, which we are. We have an Overwatch episode scheduled. That's on the books. Brewing, it's brewing. Plenty of guessos. Um, I've got a new XLR cable, so we're not gonna have to worry. Ian's not gonna have to sit on the bed uh, <laughs> like uh, he did the, or was going to the last time we Very had five people hold on the mic. show. Yeah. <laughs> so um, also, yep, I've got the mic stand that I'll bring over, so it'll be fine this time. Mm -mm. Um, so that's that's in the works. I've been playing a lot of Overwatch. I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Sun. Trying. Hey, you enjoying that anymore? Yeah, I yeah. am. I really am. I'm falling down that rabbit hole of like the hooks are in me. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely like what I'm doing now is just 
roaming the island until I collect all the Pokemon that have been mentioned. Mm, okay. Which is tough um, because like I have been searching for, I don't even, I can't even remember the name of it because it's one of the new ones for Pokemon mm. Sun. Um, I've been searching for this fucker for like two hours and I might just move on. Um, but here's what's really cool about the internet is, um, so in Pokemon Sun, they have QR codes that you can scan in with your 3DS camera and they're, and they're not they're added to your Pokedex as seen, but not caught. Oh. So because of that, um, I can go on uh, Reddit uh, or Imgur. Is it Imgur or Imgur? That's a I, tough I one. I think it's Imgur Is it or Imgur? Imgur, but Imgur? it's spelled incorrectly. I can't really, I don't really know. I don't like saying it because I don't, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm okay reading it in my head, but whenever I have to say it, I'm like, Imgur. Let's just, let's just Imgur. do super I like wrong. It. I like it. Let's just call it pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> so when I'm on Pterodactyl, um, there are posts where people have just posted QR codes for their the some of the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So it's like I've I've scanned in the QR code for Ditto for Aerodactyl. Uh, I mean, there's some rare ones. Like someone posted all the rare ones, yeah. so it's nice because I'll be able to now I can go into my Pokedex and since they're technically seen, I can get an, a location on the map of where uh, they typically spawn. Okay. So I still have to walk around and and, still, that's, and battle. That's awesome. But yeah, I don't there's no guesswork as far as like, am I the right spot to, yeah. to catch this? Mm. Um it's cool. It's um not it's really weird that I'm playing a Pokemon game because it is all I would never, ever, ever would have done it uh, if it hadn't been for Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is the main driving force, and then um, the Pokemon games that we've talked about on the show. Yeah. Pokemon Snap um, and um, the Arena. I can't remember the name of the, the N64 game. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's that's bad, isn't it? Uh, I liked the game. Uh, it had all the mini games in it. Um, but it's the one that I thought was going to be a fighting game, uh, which is, there is a fighting game now. That Pokken. Po- Pokken yeah, Pokken Tournament, uh, which I'm interested in checking out. Pokemon Stadium. Pokemon Stadium. Thank you. I'll have a link to those episodes in the show notes. <laughs> That's why I brought this up. No, I'm just kidding. But I will have links to them. Uh, so, yes, if you want to listen to all of our Pokemon episodes, they'll all be in there. Because I think all we've talked about is Go, Stadium, and Snap, right? Yeah, that's true. We brought up because um, Master of Coin Ryan Walters bought us Pokemon Red, Blue, Red, and Yellow. Blue, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want, I want to play those. I'm curious to see, because I've seen those played before. Um, I'm curious to see if they're any good. Yeah, honestly, because like I'm enjoying. Sun. It'll be a major, major throwback, right. For you to try and. Die. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah, uh, I mean, Sun is nice because from all the reviews I've read, because I don't have any experience with you know the the previous mm-hmm. generations of Pokemon, but from all the reviews I've read, they in this game they added a whole bunch of ease of use. Uh, things that weren't in previous Pokemon. Okay. So like when I'm battling, if I'm if I am battling a Pokemon that I've fought before, um, I can when I pick moves, it the it the game tells me what's super effective, what's effective, and what's not effective. Uh, I don't have to memorize that. Yeah. And I think that's nice. And I think at some point, I mean, some people say that's easy mode, and I agree that I mean there is a little bit of easy mode to it. Mm-hmm. But like when you're when they're like what there's like over 800 Pokemon now. Like, I mean, are you really yeah. gonna be able to memorize everything? And some, and some moves have changed, like since yeah, they do. Like, I know agility does two completely different things from really? generations. Like one, like it used to be a buff, and then there was another where it was an attack move. Like, it's just I see. 
I believe that one's. I could be wrong. I think agility is what I was told was the wrong one. Has changed, but I don't know. I mean, I, I'm curious to see how the like the original ones play. I'm not sure after playing this that I'm going to enjoy hard, it. Yeah, because I mean, I really this has been nice because it lets me kind of just casually play the game. I say casually, but I do have 20 hours into it, um, <laughs> and I only have three of the seven Z crystals. So, oh, um, you're not collecting badges in this one? No, they changed the formula because it's not you don't do gem. There aren't gems. Uh, and you don't get badges, uh, you, which is all kind of foreign to me, honestly, because mm. like I don't know what that means beyond the scope of Pokemon Go. Uh, but in Sun and Moon, uh, you do trials. So an island will have one or more trials that you have to complete, mm. and each island has one or more captains. Uh, and I guess those are the equivalent of gym leaders. Gym leaders, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's really cool because like I don't know how the story is in previous generations, but like this game has a story, and I think that's interesting because mm-hmm. it's like you meet two characters early in the game uh, that travel with you. Um, they're not playable characters, but as as you progress through the game, their narrative continues, and, and it's oh, kind of okay. cool because you've got someone who, who's with you who isn't as talented as you, but he's like. He's not he's not a natural like like you are, um, but his story is very interesting because he realizes that um, he realizes that he's not naturally talented and like he's trying to do the best that he can. Yeah. And then you've got um, there's a, a female character who has um, a Pokemon that like came out of like a research facility that people are looking for. Um, so I mean, there's some cool there's some okay. cool little story hooks that I like too. Because before I think the story was just like you want to be the best. Yeah, <laughs> go around to all the gyms, get their beat them, and take their pins. That's what I've heard, and like you know, I feel like that's okay. I would be okay if that's how Pokemon. Sun I guess was, the but... the antagonist is Team Rocket trying to fuck with you and all the other versions. Is that yeah. right? Uh, in... And and your rival, you have the rival who will occasionally fight you and fuck with you. And whatever Pokemon you pick, he picks the opposite one at the start. And I haven't run into that. any of that um, in this game yet. I'm sure like some of the things will come to a head with the the, the stolen Pokemon. Mm. Um, but so far, it's really just been uh, battling the captains and stuff like that. Okay. It's been cool. And uh, I have a question as a player of previous Pokemon games. Um, were there like just regular people that you would battle in those games, like NPCs that you would battle yep. everywhere? Did they have like ridiculous honorifics? So, yeah, I remember like, yeah, butterfly catcher or okay, good, yeah, because yeah. like I laughed my ass off because like one of the first ones I battled was a guy who was called. I believe it was Gentleman Glenn. <laughs> and he's this old dude in a Hawaiian shirt. He's like got white hair. Uh, and he's got this like really like pedo smile on his face. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. I guess that, that's so that's what I've been up to. Man, I, I really here's what's tough is like I've got 20 hours into this. I know I'm not even halfway through the game. Uh Final Fantasy 15 comes out. Uh, the day after this episode publishes. Uh, and I'm going to play it at launch, so I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means goodbye, Pokemon Sun. It was fun trying you out. Um, or if it means, um, I don't know. We'll see how Final Fantasy Where's your PS4? Is. Where is my mm-hmm. PS4? It is in the pantry. Uh, well, you hook it up in your bedroom or leave it in your living room? 
So it's... Um, I think that makes the difference. I can play it on either through uh, PlayStation Remote. Are you familiar oh, with that? Oh, no. You can... Uh, you know how Steam Link works? Mm-hmm. It's like the backwards of Steam Link. I can, I can stream a PS4 game to my PC. Um, oh, okay. And so I can play either in the living room or in the bedroom. Oh, okay. So I was about to say, if it's in your living room, you'd still play Pokemon Sun in the bedroom when you wanted to like lay down. But if you can do yeah. either, then... Yeah, if I was restricted to the living room, I, I wouldn't yeah. get a whole lot of Final Fantasy fifteen played. Yeah. Um, and also, who knows, fifteen might be awful. Like I might have the experience where I had with thirteen, where it's like, yes, yes, twelve was so great. In my personal opinion, and a lot of people don't like twelve, but twelve was so great. I cannot wait to play this new Final Fantasy game. And then, literally three hours into it, I was like. I do not. I, I. There's no way that I'm going to start liking this game mm-hmm. because there's so many elements to it that I already just loathe. Um, I don't know how into it I would have gotten had I not gone on vacation. How do you mean? Because uh, we went on uh, vacation to Orange Beach, and I brought it with me because it just come come out. And I don't like the beach. I don't like the sunshine. Yeah. So I stayed inside and played a lot of Final Fantasy 13. Did you finish 13? I did. Did, so on the whole, like what if you were to give Final Fantasy thirteen a beard that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? Maybe one of those large, like award winning, like we're, like the beard contest they have in like Germany where people have like the huge ridiculous beards where like, oh that looks cool. Like the mechanized but in no, beards yeah, and rotors. But in and no shit. way is that like practical or actually look good. Where like Final Fantasy thirteen is like I liked I thought the story and the concept was actually pretty good. I like the music, I like the look of it, but the nature of its narrative constrained it so much. How do you mean the nature of its narrative? Because your characters are basically like super heretics, Mm. super heretics. So like that means they they can't interact with other people. Not a lot of interaction, yeah. So that, sure, like, yeah, but they kind of painted themselves into a corner or like, I don't know, because you can't go into towns, you can't do the normal system of Final Fantasy play because of that. Where it's cool that that's the story. I yeah. really I really like the story right. and like the way like because you're in basically a sfo- uh, floating sphere in the sky where people are like, Oh don't know, it's evil down there. Here we're safe. And they're all in their own little bubble. Right. And, you know, then you go downside and there's those the different basically espers that brand people, you know, so you're branded from the opposite that people think are evil. And going down there and finding the ruins of civilizations and other stories, I think, I think that's very cool. Yeah. But, yeah, just the dungeons were, like, poorly poorly done. I didn't like the characters. They're way too linear. That was my main thing. I, I was okay with, I mean, yeah, I, I liked Zaz, okay. Um, I didn't, Hope didn't bother me as much as he hit, like, he, people really fucking hated Hope. Yeah. Uh, I liked Vanille and her sister, okay. Oh, man, I couldn't, I couldn't deal, man. Yeah. I, and I, I think a lot of it honestly had to do with the voice acting. And I'm not saying that the voice acting was bad, but everybody in that game, everybody in that game came across to me as whiny. Um, I can see it. And I, I'm okay with a character. Like, okay, f- here's what it felt like to me. Maybe not even whiny, but I know you haven't played a lot of Final Fantasy VIII. Nope. But there is a character in Final Fantasy VIII. I believe that her name is Selfie. Mm-hmm. Everybody and Selfie, I did not like. She, but she was the, the girl only, with the nunchucks. Yes, the girl with the nunchucks, and I believe the pigtails. I mm-hmm. believe she has pigtails. Um, Selfie Timmet, and she's wearing, I believe, a yellow sundress. I think that's okay, her. I think yeah. that's her thing. I remember her from the the 
Brady games guide that I read in the toilet. <laughs> really? So I haven't played that game, but I've read that manual extensively. Oh my god, I love that you know her last name. Yeah, I didn't even Quistus know. Quistus Trep, T R E P E. So what? Self- Squall Lionheart, C for Almacy. Everyone in Final Fantasy 13 reminded me of Selfie in some, in some regard. Uh, okay. And that was an immediate turnoff. Mm. Also, the naming conventions. And I wasn't a huge fan of the naming conventions because it's like I'm okay with like one character in your game being named with like an abstract term or like a, a, a weather phenomena, <laughs> a cloud, or uh, I mean, a lightning is fine, squall, great, but it's like, come on, everybody cannot have a weird name like that. <laughs> that's I felt like that game was just full of weird names. Okay, yeah. But that's just me being. That's just. So I guess snow is the the weather phenomenon for that one. And lightning. And lightning, snow and lightning. Yeah, it's just it felt. I don't know, man. And I that's like really, really like me just nitpicking the flavor of that game. Yeah, more so than anything else about it. Um, the open man. Wow, welcome to Final Fantasy Thirteen <laughs> cast. Sorry, guys. Um, but like even the linear nature of the game really didn't bother me that much. Yeah. Um, and the long. Super long. The game is a tutorial. That didn't bug me that much either. Yeah. Um, it's just those surface level little irks that I couldn't get over. I mean, I, I mean, I get it. I totally get it. I'm glad I played it and finished it. But yeah, I, I'm, I will never go back and do it again. That's for that's for sure. I have no inclination to ever go back to that game. Well, I'm going to be busy because of Final Fantasy 15. If it's mm-hmm. good, because um, I also want to finish Pokemon Sun, and then the next um, Dead Rising is going to be out early December. And then uh, The Last mm. Guardian. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, and then we have to do Fantasy Star 4 uh-huh. and the Shining Force game. Well, I think, okay, so Fantasy Star 4 is what's next on the list. Right. So I guess we should go and get this out there now. Yeah, we've talked about this already. It's a, it is a cumbersome RPG. I have played through it. So we're going to do an all-calls Wednesday to give us another week to play Fantasy Star 4. And then that will still probably be a two-parter. I'm down for that. Sucks. It's it's. I remember it being very good. Like it is a an RPG that people should have on their list. Have have of being played. Yeah, I'm gonna play it. I, I do not think that I'm gonna be able to finish it. Yeah, but I'm gonna play it. Yeah. That's okay. Um, okay, you want to talk about Aladdin? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave, you hear that? I do hear that. It sounds like oh, it's oh man, it's just a big old it's just a big old Polar Express train just filled to the brim with. All these new games that are coming out that I want to play more than these old games I have to talk yep. about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would like to call it a uh, reluctant, reluctant video game train mm-hmm. has left the station, mm-hmm. <laughs> which of course ushers in a segment uh, that we like to call uh, Dave Reads on Wikipedia. Okay, guys, Disney's Aladdin, parentheses, Virgin Games. Uh, Disney's Aladdin is a platform video game developed by Virgin Games and Disney Software based on the 1992 motion picture of the same name. Have you heard of this movie, Tyler? Aladdin. Disney's Aladdin. Uh, The game was released for the Sega Genesis in November of 1993 and was later ported to the Amiga computer and and MS-DOS, not in the MS-DOS. Thanks, Grandpa. Uh, (laughs) The MS-DOS. The (laughs) MS-DOS. The Mrs. Doss. Yeah, the sequel to Doss, Miss Doss. <laughs> uh, came, uh, the NES and the Game Boy received a reworked port. Uh, it is one of the several video games based on the film, uh, including another game 
that was released in the same month by Capcom for the Super Nintendo Entertainment mm-hmm. System. Mm-hmm. Tyler, we have talked about that. We have. For IGN's, it was one of IGN's top 100 Super Nintendo mm-hmm. games. And we enjoyed it. We both enjoyed it. Um, and I think that is probably what everybody's here for, uh, is to hear which one of these games is better. Because this is one of those games that when I was in middle school, console wars, man, the console mm-hmm. war to end all console wars was Sega Genesis versus mm-hmm. Super Nintendo. And the games that would always come up as the, the forefront warriors for Genesis were these games. Jurassic Park, <laughs> Mortal Kombat, okay, and Disney's Aladdin. I am pro Super Nintendo in every way. I, I, know I think Super Nintendo is the superior that. system. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I love it. How much of that is nostalgia, do you think? Uh, playing through both lists like we have, not nostalgia. Yeah. I, th- I think it is the superior system. I agree with you, but I think that a lot of that has to do with the fact that the Genesis was around before the Super that's Nintendo. Tr- yeah, that's true. Because we played a lot of, we like, we played games from the 80s mm-hmm. uh, as part of a digital trends list. The late 80s. May, yeah, but you're still, right. The yeah. 80s. And I don't, and I, they just can't really hold up, I think. Like two, three years is still a lot of time. It is, absolutely. So, but I think this. Version Aladdin is better than the Super Nintendo version. You think the Genesis version of Aladdin is better? I think the Genesis than... version, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Bailey. I think the Genesis version is better. I think we're done here. Yeah. You ready to close it out? <laughs> yep. Because I agree. Oh, you do? Yeah. I didn't expect that. Oh, you didn't? No. Um, is it because of the Capcom angle that you thought that I might like the SNES version better? Yep. I do like I do like Capcom games, especially from this era. Uh, and I do think that the that Capcom's Aladdin is really good. Uh, I do think that Virgin's Aladdin for the Genesis is a better game. And well, I can I can give you one one factoid alone that I think makes it the better game. What's that? You, you have, have a, a sword. sword. Yeah. Yep. Hands down, that that absolutely does it for me. Can I? T- I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I love that you have a sword. I think there's some cool game mechanics with the sword. Uh, you can you can sword fight. With guards. Or sim- scimitar fight. C- yes. Or falchion, falchion fight. It looks pretty yeah. large, so I guess falchion. Probably. Um, and, well, it's definitely a falchion for Abu. Uh, yeah. And his bonus levels <laughs> when he holds it two-handed. Uh, or I guess it's a great falchion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Join us on our D- 3.5 D&D yep. journey. Our sword talk based entirely off our knowledge of D&D. Yeah, we're just going to go through the arms <laughs> and equipment guide real quick. <laughs> Uh, so I love the sword in this game and I love that there are little attentions to detail with the sword. Uh, if you're swinging your sword and a guard is, happens to be swinging his sword at the same time, um, there will be a sound like ching and the screen will flash for a second. Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool Mm -hmm. that you can block incoming attacks and so can they, um, you did not have a sword in the super Nintendo. Nope. You just had apples Apples. and jumping on people. Yeah. Cause it was way more of a like a platformer in on the SNES, and this game is an action game. Absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah, there's much, so much more platforming in the SNES version. And, okay, I'll just give a give a solid rundown. Okay, you have okay. a sword. I feel like action is better for Aladdin. I agree It's more with that. comfortable. I agree. Uh, this game actually has original, has the music from the movie in it. And apparently none of the other versions have it. Only the Genesis has the Aladdin See, soundtrack. I was curious about that. Are we sure about that? That's what I read in my research. Okay. I did not... Uh, the others might have some, but this has like the full okay. track list. 
This has this, but this also has some weird levels where it's like filler music. Yeah. And I think that those are the weak, like those stand out as weak, as like weak <laughs> examples of music because yeah. you go from like the hits of Aladdin <laughs> to like just this regular like game music where it's, you know, bleeps and bloops is what yeah. I'm talking about. Bleeps and bloops. <laughs> the, um, Virgin worked with Disney animators, so this game looks, I think, a lot better and closely resembles the animation of the movie. Yeah, I agree with that. I like the color better mm -hmm. in the Capcom version, uh, but as far as like the actual graphics themselves go, um, I think it's a wash. Um, I liked how I liked how the Capcom version looked better. But I think that this the virgin version is the virgin version is perfectly fine. <laughs> the Virgin Diaries. Uh, I mean, there there are a lot of similar levels. It does depart some from in the level layout, but the biggest thing is just action versus pla versus platforming. And the platforming in the SNES version was Prince of Persia Light. Yeah, and I think there are elements of Prince of Persia in this game too. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can escape that with an Alette, with a you know Prince of uh, Prince of Thieves story. Yeah, um, or is that Robin Hood? <laughs> well, hit Aladdin's father is the Prince of Thieves as well. He's the leader of the Forty Thieves. Right. See, I'm not. I've never read any of that. Those are all just things that I've heard like in popular culture. I've seen I, Aladdin is probably my favorite Disney movie. Yeah. So I've seen it a lot. I've seen original Aladdin, Return of Jafar, and uh, King of Thieves, the third one where it's he. Does stuff with his dad. I see. There's a lot of princes of things. Mm -hmm. The prince of darkness. Uh huh. The prince of thieves, and then other princes. Prince. Prince. Yeah. The symbol. <laughs> the artist formerly known as Prince. Fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that the Animaniacs joke. I didn't. I get. know. Yeah. I know. I'm so glad you got that really, really deep fucking reference. <laughs> Do you, do you want a fingerprints? I don't think, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I'll have a link to that in the show notes if I can find it. Um, okay, here's my favorite thing. Here's my absolute favorite thing about Disney's Aladdin for the Sega Genesis. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. This is why, to me, it is a better game, far better game than Capcom's Aladdin. This game was directed and programmed by David Perry. Does that name mean anything to you? Uh, the combination of David Trimmer and Matthew Perry. Man, you're right. Yeah. It's actually Matthew Perry's little brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> uh, maybe. I doubt it, though. David Perry is of Earthworm Jim fan. Fame. Oh, okay. He was the main dude on Earthworm Jim, and I pick up on that in Aladdin. Aladdin felt to me like a weird proto-Earthworm Jim because um, a lot of the sound design is very, very similar to Earthworm Jim. Um the sometimes when an enemy will when an enemy dies, there's a sound effect like like a snap, and then that enemy kind of turns into swirling smoke, and that is like a classic Earthworm Jim death animation. Yeah, like when when Jim whips something uh, with his head, yeah. like a crow with his head, and it snaps and it turns into smoke, and the beak falls down. Mm -hmm. um, that that reminded me very much of Earthworm Jim. Okay. Uh, even some of the, um, beyond the sound design, even some of the animation reminded me of like Earthworm Jim style animation where it's like a lot of, a lot of time was spent, I could tell, on detail in the animation. Mm -hmm. And I thought that's really important in a game based on a movie that is animated. 
Like you gotta have you gotta have good animation. Yeah. Uh, I like that there's still apples in this game. So you there kind of juggle apples. between melee and ranged with collecting apples in your sword play, and it's I don't know, it's good. I yeah. enjoy it. Um I thought Jafar is a really shitty boss in this version, like really shitty. I think it's the only bad part of the game. Um yeah, well Jafar's you really only defeat him with apples. Apples are Jafar's yeah, your weakness. Your sword is useless, yeah. which is bullshit. Which took me a while to figure yeah. out. Um, his spell essentially is a tractor beam. Um, it's like this mystical glowing gold dust that pulls you into him. And then when you touch him, you get hurt. Yep. Uh, but if you throw apples at him, it's fine. And then you throw enough apples at him, and he turns into his snake form. Because I mean, it makes sense. Like an apple snake's Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve. Like it all. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's, 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 yeah, a, it's yeah, a pretty, yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. obvious. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's weird? Uh, talking about uh, Adam and Eve. What made me think about? That's what made me think about this. I, there was a moment in the game where I felt like for a split second I was going to get to play as Jasmine. I don't know why. I wish you, man. That'd be nice. And I think that that would have been really cool. Um, but, and then I was like, it was weird because the, the story in the game is not paced at all. Like the movie, because like probably 80% of this game takes place, um, from the beginning of the movie to the cave of wonders, to the end of the cave of wonders. Mm-hmm. That's like 80% of the game. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And then there's like this X, there's this, t- this screen with text exposition that says, okay, you're in the you're in the Sultan's dungeon now. Yeah, you're like in, <laughs> you go from that to being like the weird trippy in genie's lamp level, <laughs> right? And then yeah, you're like in the dungeon, and then yeah, and then all of a sudden yeah, you're fighting Jafar. <laughs> so they don't do. Here's my point: if you're coming to this game for the comprehensive story mm-hmm. of Aladdin, stop. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, you're gonna come away confused, much like uh, anyone would playing Dune. Uh, I feel mm-hmm. like I'd be like, I don't really understand what? this story. What's this, what's this third house? <laughs> or the the only? Will you play Jasmine in the quick time event where all you do is press X to kiss Jafar, right. and that's that's it. <laughs> And pet a tiger. <laughs> pet Raja. <laughs> try to try to escape over the walls. Nope. Man, this is you, that. Mm. This is your favorite Disney movie. It is. Yeah, I, I can really tell. love this movie. You remember the tiger's name? Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> um, the um, and I always said Apu. I know it's Abu. Right. So. Uh, would you say Apu because of the Simpsons? Uh, maybe. Maybe that's what got it in there. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, his bonus levels are interesting since he has a gigantic sword and he's avoiding coconuts. Just random shit that falls yeah. from the sky. And while he collects golden Aladdin tokens. Yep. So. And there's another mini game where it's essentially press your luck, which I liked a lot. Hey, mm, you if, collect the genie tokens for for basically turns. Mm-hmm. In the, yeah, it's much better than the the SNES version has a version of this, but it's essentially just a wheel of fortune. Yeah, like it's just, yeah, where it spins the wheel. You don't have a lot of control over it, but this one is genie's a, dildo finger just plop plop uh-huh. plop, 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 plop. Yeah, uh, this one's different. It's more like uh, big prizes, no whammies. Uh, since we did the SNES version, I think Disney came out and confirmed uh, a long-held fan theory that the lamp salesman at the beginning of Aladdin, they confirmed that that is actually Genie. Really? From, yeah, like, f- long after the story actually comes back, yeah, that's Genie selling his wares. Okay, so the lamp salesman in the beginning of the movie? Mm-hmm. That's Genie? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Is there any kind of, like, in I 
it's been a long time since I've seen this movie. Is there any kind of indicator that it would be Gene? Like any kind of like physical indicator? Uh, no, not really. Well, maybe he has the same like goatee, but he has sort of the same. It's Robin Williams who does the lamp salesman oh, as well. Really, and he has that strange like obtuse sense of humor, and then he has he has the lamp. So that so. is Genie. In human form, like what? So yeah, I guess he's transforming himself into a human just to blend in. Just to, you know. I mean, because I assume at this point gets, that you're hearing about the movie, like Aladdin's been dead for a hundred years. So, hmm. and I've also, the fan theory is that Agrabah is, the setting for Aladdin is like hundreds of years after like some kind of devastating war. Really? And that's why Genie has all these references to Jack Nicholson and things like that because he's right. from that era turned into a genie and then has the like the only surviving person these thousands of years later hundreds of years later see I always I always just assumed that he time traveled <laughs> I mean he's got to eat um, uh, something cosmic power infinite cosmic power I don't know so is that like a the proper noun. That's what that's, I think. That's what he says. Like, uh, and then that's what Jafar says. Feel it, infinite cosmic power. Right. ADB living space. Interesting. So, so genie Jafar and the Silver Surfer all uh-huh. command the same. Right. The same power. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think this is this is a good game and the and the better version. It's definitely the better version. But I think it's the highest selling non inbox Genesis game. I want to say. Yeah, um, it it I think it's like the fourth. I don't have this pulled up. This is off the top of I my head. I think it sold four million. But I think it's like one like the fourth best selling Genesis games, mm-hmm. and it is from what I understand the best Genesis the best selling Genesis game that wasn't uh, bundled in. Mm-hmm. I think they're like the Mega Drive version had an Aladdin bundle, but really, that's it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I have things to talk about. Yeah, go for it. I do. I, yeah. Believe it or not, I do. Uh, let me just pull my Evernote. Believe it or not, George is <laughs> at home. Something about my at the beach. Let me just pull. Uh, let me pull Evernote off of Gaps in Pokedex <laughs> document that I have open for Pokemon Go. Um, Where could I be? I'm believe it home. or not, I'm not home. <laughs> See, you sing. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, you that was sung. as good as it gets. Mark it off. Mark it on your calendar. Mm-hmm. And then the next time I you knew sing. that would elicit a giggle and a laugh from, <laughs> from over there. Um, okay, some things I loved about this game. Um, the attention to detail. I've kind of talked about, like, I felt like the animation was really well done. Uh, but your health meter is Genie's Bottle. Mm-hmm. And the amount of health you have is the amount of smoke that's coming out of the yeah. bottle. I think that's a neat tie-in instead of just having like a basic ass health meter right you've got something that visually connects you to the canon to the fiction of the game Mm -hmm. i thought that was neat um i also love uh the fact that this very minor detail in animation this goes back to what i've what i'm kind of trying to really hammer home here um if you throw an apple at a guard and that guard swings his sword there is an animation where that apple gets sliced in midair mm-hmm. and falls to pieces at the ground. That's amazing. Like they, they did not have to program that. They didn't have to design mm-hmm. it that way. Um, but because it's designed that way, A, it's beautiful. B, it gives you an indicator. Oh, okay. This guy's going to cut apples out of the sky. Yeah. So I need to come up with a different strategy. Have you read about, I don't know if it was really recently discovered, but I'd never heard of it. The unique animation in Mario 3. 
and it is for like frog suit having it's like the Hammer Brothers suit going down a hill has its own unique animation. No, 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 no. So, I'm not familiar yeah. with this. What what animation does it do? Uh, I can't. It. it uh, I remember watching it. Be like, oh yeah, that's very different from anything else I've seen him do. All right, I'm looking this so. up on YouTube. Um, something else I love about this game that and that reminds me of Earthworm Jim. I forgot to bring up when you die in Aladdin, you the screen goes black and it's just Aladdin, just Aladdin's sprite who dies over this black screen. That is exactly how Earthworm Jim dies. Uh, that's mm-hmm. like that's like Earthworm Jim style. Yeah. Um, also like Earthworm Jim, and I'm surprised. I thought that you were going to bring this up because you typically you typically do when we talk about games like this. Um, this the Aladdin's jumps are very floaty, mm-hmm. um, not to like a degree where it's bothersome, yeah. but his jumping is floaty very much like Earthworm Jim's are floaty. Like if you go from one to the other in short succession, I you will you will feel. Uh, the similarities yeah. in the jump. And I these are all things that were like wonderful for me. Uh, I went into this not, I was like, I went into the Genesis version like, well, I've got a sword, so it's probably going to be better. And then I came out of it like, this was like a prequel Earthworm Jim game. Mm-hmm. Like this is really cool from like, as a fan of Earthworm Jim, seeing what David Perry did before Earthworm Jim and how it connects to Earthworm Jim. Like that, that was really neat. Just like seeing, uh, experiencing that history, mm-hmm. I thought was really cool. He's actually in the game too. Uh, when you enter a code, uh, Earth, not Earthworm Jim, uh, David Perry, uh, when you enter the code uh, to go to screen uh, stage select, which I did because I died, I think like three stages before the end. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck this. <laughs> I'm going to play all the stages, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to start at the beginning uh, like some kind of uh, non-genie character. Uh, I want I want infinite cosmic power, uh, and I have that by uh, entering in a code at the options screen. Um, when you enter in the code, uh, David Perry pops up. It says, "Yeah," uh, which which is the same voice that is given to Aladdin in this game. Um, and it's not voiced by Steve from Full House. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, and then, uh, I just thought that it was cool that he was in there. I had never seen him before. Hmm. So that was neat. Yeah, man, I forgot Steve voiced Aladdin. <sighs> yeah, and they even had that bit on the episode of Full House where they go to Disney World. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's dressed as Aladdin. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I mean, that was some meta. That was, that was some before community mm-hmm. shit, I feel like they were mm-hmm. getting in on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Full House, America's first community. Okay, well, while you played uh, Pokemon Sun, mm-hmm. uh, Melissa and I finished uh, Hoarders that was available to stream. Oh, season nine? You're done with season nine? Season eight. We're done with season eight. So th- so you're done? You're all caught up? Yeah, for I the thought- most part. Like okay. She's watched all the earlier seasons. So now what? Uh, Gilmore Girls. Ah. That came out The new Friday, Gilmore Girls? So we've seen the first episode. So, so, oh, I figured you guys would be done by now. Uh, she wasn't super crazy about it, so we watched the first episode, yeah, and then took a break and watched some Office, some of the Office. Oh yeah, I'm a, I love the writing in Gilmore Girls. I haven't mm-hmm. seen the new stuff, but I like. I, I enjoyed it so far. I love the writing in Gilmore Girls. I love. I I kind of like the storylines in Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. There's there's some there's some character work in Gilmore Girls that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it it still hurts me that um. The the father is no longer around yeah. because uh, Edward Edward Mann passed away like a couple years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, so I, whenever he died, I was like, oh, that's not show's not coming back. But they do it, and they handle it 
in you know in, in there ex- that he died. You they know, explain it that Richard dies. So it's it's it was well done from what I saw. And Emily has her breakdowns, and it's good. It was I thought that was really well done. Was it so? It wasn't weird coming back. Did it feel different? Because like I, when well, arrest- Lauren Graham has not aged a fucking day. I noticed that. Oh my god. I noticed. <laughs> I mean, just a little bit, but like r- not much no, at all. Because Melissa's like she doesn't look Botoxy or anything. No, she, she just doesn't. looks like she's a fucking immortal. Yeah. So everyone else, like, well, I guess Taylor also doesn't look like he's aged either, but... Luke does. Luke does. Yeah, Luke does. Because Luke looks old. Melissa's like, yeah, Luke looks good. <laughs> he's got that gray. I was like, because he's a little thicker too? Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, that's weird. Because, like, uh, Melissa, you and I have uh, vastly different tastes than men. Because because <laughs> I saw him and I was like, damn, Luke's looking rough. <laughs> <laughs> well, it bodes well for me that she likes she likes her men a little bit thicker. <laughs> And it might have just been the seat. Like he looked. Not only did I think he looked older and larger, he looked tired. Every time I saw him, he looked like he was just like in the middle of falling asleep in the scene. Well, that's just character work. Yeah, that's like yeah. if if you live with Lorelai for like the like <laughs> last ten years, you'd be pretty tired too. I'm just gonna go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I sleep in this refrigerator box that she's given me because it looks like Alex- Alexis Bledel has aged more. In ten years than Lauren Graham has really so yeah I didn't get a chance to see her Nikki I mean she still Roy still looks great yeah but like you can tell like she is definitely now an adult where Lauren Graham is just like oh I'm still look like I gave birth to you a week ago yeah they so. should have done like they should have like ridden that time travel angle <laughs> like I feel like they should have been like whoa she doesn't look like she's aged at all let's do this yeah. thing where like <laughs> this takes place in the eighties or she she's a lich and Stars Hollow is her phylactery Ooh. and she's a mastermind between everybody doing everything in town. Mm, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> you do know it is canon that Stars Hollow um it was built across two ley lines. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like her magic circle is like the dragonfly inn where uh-huh. she does everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle is her familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's really weird seeing it. Now. I like dark necromancy <laughs> more like Gilmore. No, I love it. I fucking love it. I'm, I am 100% in. Can we kickstart that, please? Anybody know? Anyone know the Gilmore Girls folks? <laughs> Let us know. We got a good, a kind of good kickstart idea. Anybody know Amy Sheridan Palladino? <laughs> So it's not weird like Arrested Development was. I felt like Arrested Development was really, really weird when they when they it came was, back to Netflix. It, it was shot totally different. Yes, it looked it looked, looked different. different. Yeah. but like this camera angle, it's like everything looked exactly the same. That's smart. You gotta so it, do that. It does like started up seamless transition into like just how it was. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I know Nikki's seen some of it. I don't think she's seen all of it yet. That was one of those things where it's like I was like. Before it came out, like last month, I was like, let's watch this together. And then it came out, and I was like, go ahead and watch it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's good. I say if you're a Gilmore Girls fan, well, even if you haven't, go watch Gilmore Girls. It's on Netflix. It's good. It is good. It's not my favorite thing in the world. It's mm-hmm. one of those shows where I wa- when I watch it, I enjoy it, and I appreciate the writing, because I do think the writing is real. Like, the dialogue mm-hmm. is great, and it's fun to listen to that dialogue. It... Doesn't it? It doesn't hook me though, because it's yeah. like all of the. I feel like all of the hooks are so character driven that it almost feels like a smart soap opera. Um, You're not wrong, and, <laughs> and I don't mind this. I love the smart part. Mm-hmm. It's just the it's the soap opera part that kind of. And, 
and it like they don't do like soap opera tropes, you know, like the amnesia and like the murders and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I mean, it's very Lorelai's not possessed by the devil at some point, right? <laughs> and I do like you know some of the like the social commentary and stuff in it as well. Like I think that's really neat too, uh, especially for when it came out. Uh, but man, I don't, there's something about it. Like there's just not enough guns and shooting and people dying in it for me to really love it. Mm. See, I think it's a pretty good, like watch TV before you go to bed kind of show. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not going to sit down like in an afternoon and watch it, but like I've got an hour to kill before I go to bed. I want to relax. I'll watch an episode of Gilmore Girls. Go to bed. Um, I think you and I differ on, there are a lot of things that you like to do before bed. Mm-hmm. I found out like, um, there are games that you, there's certain types of games that you like to play before going to bed. Bedtime to me is not an easy thing. Right. So, and for me, I just go balls out until my body shuts down. <laughs> so technically everything that I do is a before bedtime activity. <laughs> I shower in the morning. It's my before bedtime activity. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> Uh, sometimes I, um, will just fuck around with lighting for an hour and then be like, man, I should go to bed, but I really love like, I really love to get this lighting better. <laughs> well, do you have any achievements for Aladdin? Uh, yeah, I do. Or I have some achievements for Gilmore Girls, if you like yeah. those. Um, all right. A thousand sunflowers. The man who smells like a thousand sunflowers. Yeah. Um, okay. So achievements. I do have some titles i need to uh can i workshop some of these yep these these are all kind of half-baked here um here's an achievement here's what you have to do to unlock this achievement you have to complete a level before the song ends because what i was running into was i would get to the end of the level and as the level was ending i would be maybe like five bars into the song restarting. And it was one of those things where it's like, I feel like they were trying to get you to the end of the level before the song uh, ended, and then it just kind of looped back. What was that What was that game show? Was it Name That Tune? Yeah, like I can name that tune. And, and four notes. Four notes? Yeah. That's, yeah. So, so name that tune? Name or, that tune. Okay, name that tune. First achievement. Second achievement uh, I've got is called Wishes Ain't Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's, you like that one, yeah. Uh, to unlock wishes ain't shit, uh, you need to go through the game without buying a single wish uh, because you can buy wishes in this game. The I assume I haven't seen Aladdin in a long time, so I don't know if the vendor that pops up in the game is the same one as the lamp vendor. But as you go through the, as you progress through the levels, every now and then a vendor will appear and he'll throw a stand up and he'll sell you lives and wishes. Uh, lives are pretty self-explanatory. He sells those, I think, for like five gems. You mm-hmm. collect gems as you go mm-hmm. throughout the the game. He's, he'll sell you a life uh, for five gems and he'll sell you a wish for ten gems. A wish is essentially a continue. Um, and I loved that this is in the game because it's one of those things where you can find lives like one ups scattered throughout levels, Mm -hmm. but it's really cool that there's a mechanic in it, in the game where it's like find the vendor and then you can spin this currency that you've collected, um, straight up and just buy lives and continues if you want. I thought that was neat. Um, I have a third achievement called, uh, I dream of genie. And in order to unlock I Dream of Genie, uh, you either have to play this game with Barbara Eden, uh, who is hopefully, I hope she's still alive, but uh, I'm not going to look it up because I don't want to be depressed. 
alternatively, you can unlock I Dream of Genie by uh, completing Genie's bottle level uh, or Genie's lamp level, I'm sorry, uh, without losing a life. All right, David, let's do a little quiz for you. Here. All right, let's do it. I type in Barbara into Google. Who do you think are the top five Barbaras? The top five Barbaras? Top five Barbaras. On Google? Mm-hmm. Barbara, do they even make Barbaras anymore? Uh, the, <laughs> the only one I know about is um, Travis McElroy's daughter. They named her Barbara. They named her Barbara? And I was like, really? Okay. I had, I had a nice celebration earlier today when Nikki told me that uh, Griffin uh, named his boy Henry. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> and I was like, all right. So he definitely. That's our end. Yeah. It's like, hey, Henry Club. <laughs> um, so, okay. Top five Barbaras. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I can name five Barbaras. I'm going to say Barbara Eden. She was number one. Okay. Thank you. She was number one. Number one. All right. Uh, Barbara Streisand. Nope. No, Barbara Surpri- Streisand surpri- is not on that list. Surprisingly not. What about Mecca Barbara Streisand? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Barbara. What other Barbaras do I know? Um, one was a first lady. Oh, Barbara Bush. Barbara Bush is number okay. two. Uh, go ahead and throw you Barbara Bush Jr. is number five. I forgot about a Barbara <laughs> Barbara Bush Jr. I didn't know there was that's a one. weird. That's a, that, I get it, right? But why did the junior part? There needs to be like a female equivalent of junior. Mm, yeah. And it can't be Junior S or something like that. Little Miss. Little Miss Junior. (laughs) Little Miss Barbara Barbara Bush. Bush. Little Miss. (laughs) Or just the younger. Let's bring that back. Barbara Bush the younger. (laughs) All right. So the the Bushes, Barbara Eden, not Barbara Streisand. Um, Here's a Barbara that you- Barbara Banks? (laughs) You brought, she is part of a sitcom you brought up earlier. Oh, that I brought up earlier? Mm -hmm. Um, Like we had to have in Full House, I guess. Mm. Arrested Development. Oh, Arrested Development. Oh, wait a minute. No, that's Jessica Walters. Oh, Barbara, Barbara Walters. Walters. 2020. Sorry, I got that I got wrong. really... There you go, I Barbara got real, Walters. Are they, are they related? Jessica Walters. That's, I hope so. Yeah, I hope they are too. I hope they have like really fun... I hope they have a really fun bed and breakfast uh, in Stars Hollow. The number four Barbara I've never heard of. I don't know who this woman is. Barbara Palvin. Barbara Palvin. Click on that one. I don't know that one either. She's a model. Oh, yeah? A Hungarian model and actress. She was in the movie Hercules. Oh. Let's see. Let's see her. Let's objectify her on our podcast. I would say that that is a beautiful woman. She's a Sports Illustrated model. She looks a little bit like, um, who's that actress that plays Marjorie Tyrell? Oh, um, I know who you're talking about, but I cannot remember her name right now. Okay. There we go. I like that impromptu Barbara quiz. Yeah. (laughs) That's in the show notes. Impromptu The Barbera quiz. quiz. Uh, I have one last achievement, Tyler, and it is called It's Never Okay. <laughs> In order to unlock It's Never Okay, you have to pants at least one guard. <laughs> because that is a thing that happens. And I'm here to tell you that is sexual assault and it's never okay. Should have been walking around wearing those pants. I mean, <laughs> victim blaming. Yeah. Have you ever been pants? Make America great again. Yeah, that's coming. Pantsing is coming back in a mm-hmm. big, big way. That's why Trump got in his pan, his pantsing policy, his pro pantsing policy. Uh, have I ever been pants? Yes. What? How did that happen? Um, I think it was like youth group. Like it's probably Brandon. 
<laughs> that does seem like a Brandon yeah. thing to do. Sorry to throw you under the bus, Brandon, but you strike me as a pantser. <laughs> that was such a prevalent thing in middle school where it's like, that's when I made the switch to boxers. I made the switch to boxers at, in case. Mm. It was like, in case I get pantsed, I got to have some big boy britches on underneath my pants. I off. I occasionally wore two pairs of boxers just in case on the way down, it snagged one oh, pair of you boxers. double bagged it. So I have another pair on. Yeah, man. Can I tell you how scared I was of getting pants in middle school? <laughs> it happened so regularly to other kids. It never happened to me. Um, and it probably because... I probably would have fought whoever did it. Like in like a fit of rage. Like it wouldn't even, it would have been an emotional thing. It wouldn't have been like a think this through uh, Mr. Spot kind of thing. It would have been like just straight up, oh, Dave's in the red now. And he's fighting a man with his cock out. <laughs> I, I did it to somebody one time. You did it to somebody? Uh -huh. I did it. We, I was a. Junior. And now you're married. <laughs> <laughs> I was a. Oh, she would have clocked me in the fucking face. <laughs> she still will clock me in the face. <laughs> we were in. I was in uh, junior in high school, and we were in the commons area, like in the like 10 minutes before school started. So it was fucking cram packed with people, like sitting down, hanging out, eating breakfast, whatever. And I'm sitting on one of the giant mushrooms with my girlfriend at the time and we're standing in front of her best friend who is wearing pajama pants. So I don't know why it just like clicks in my head. Oh, hey. And I just reached out and just oh. like straight up waistband to ankles. Uh -huh. And she was just wearing like an old pair of granny panties, like pulled them down and she like stumbled trying to pull them back up, oh. completely crowded. Oh. oh, I feel bad afterward because oh. it's like, like that, that didn't even hit my internal filter. It just oh, went, do it. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh, I feel bad hearing boop. it. Oh, that makes me feel bad. Yeah. Oh, I do feel, I do. Her boyfriend oh. wanted to fight me. Oh, I, I'm surprised that he didn't fight you there on the spot. Was he, he there? He was much smaller. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he just talked about how he wanted to afterward, but then never did anything. Uh, oh, that's another one. Like, uh, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. another that would uh, yep. that's another one a switch would have gone off inside of me. <laughs> it's like why'd you shuck me? Shuck like, you? What you? I've never heard it called shucking before. That is a country ass way of saying <laughs> pants. <laughs> it's like you're more familiar. Why'd you treat me like corn? <laughs> you're more familiar with corn than you are with the concept of pants. <laughs> oh, Tyler. Yes, Dave. That's not cool. I just want to go on No, the it's not. But thanks for sharing. No, it's not. I apologize. You've grown as a person. Uh -huh. I've never seen you shuck anybody since. For a while, it was a weird thing because for some reason it amused me. For yeah. like, There was a period of a few months that I thought it was funny whenever someone would yawn, I'd put my finger in their mouth. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, yeah no, that's a fun thing. <laughs> well, I realized that was my, my muscle memory was taking over too much when I did it to my cats. <laughs> Oh, no, Cats is totally fun to do, It's like, man, River yawns, I just block. <laughs> oh, did, you like he touch? He did not enjoy it. No, I put it in his oh, mouth. Oh, so you touch things. Yeah. yeah. See, I would do the thing. Um, man, you reminded me of this fun game to play. When, <laughs> when Nikki would yawn, I'd put my finger, but not touch anything. I'd just put it in the, the negative space in her mouth and then try to pull it out before she closed her mouth just to see if she would notice that it was ever in there. <laughs> I need to go home and mention that and be like, 
Tyler reminded me of this fun thing. Remember that I used to do? <laughs> no, what are you talking about? You'll see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of these days you'll catch on. <laughs> uh, it also reminds I loved, um, man, you know, I, I love dogs, right? I love dogs. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, one of my favorite things to do uh, to Ein is he'd like, sometimes he'd like, when he would lick me, I'd play the game where it's like try to catch his tongue oh, in yeah, between yeah, licks. Yeah, yeah. And it's very rare when it would happen. Uh, but every now and then, like, I just like, just not hard, just between uh, forefinger and thumb. It was more of like a, uh, like a foot soldier ninja training thing where it's like his Met tongue bells. Yeah, exactly. Like I dropped the smoke bomb and <laughs> grabbed his tongue. And what, what my favorite thing about it is every time I would do it, he would like slowly look up at me like I was some kind of god. <laughs> <laughs> I never had a little brother growing up, but I imagine like that's how like a little brother looks at you when you speed run Super Mario Brothers 2, where they're like, what did you just do? I didn't know this was possible. I was like that watching you speed run Mario Brothers 2 <laughs> my freshman year of college. You did look like Ayn with his tongue in yeah. my fingers. After we read that article... Um, and Nintendo Power, or yeah. the kid bragging about his yeah, or that weird douchebaggy guy. I know, man. Talking about like how he jerked off so much that he made his dick longer because he tugged on it so much. And Wait, he, what? And that he could, yeah. I missed that Nintendo Power. It letter. was an article by Sean Baby, I think was his. Oh, was I'm familiar name, with Sean Baby. Yeah, where he mentioned this guy who would write in letters or some shit like that and he oh right that is where it came from you're yeah. right because we he mentioned that and then we found it and it was real that you were like i can beat that i was like oh yeah i can totally beat that and i <laughs> and did <you> did <laughs> not on my first try but and what's sad about that is like my time on super mario brothers 2 nowhere near like an actual speedrunner's time. You still did it like 25 minutes or some shit yeah, like that? Yeah, it was like, like, it was, yeah, it was like yeah, like 25 yeah. minutes, something like that. But like there are people like, I, I don't know this for a fact, but I, like we could look up online, Super Mario Brothers 2 speedrun, no warps, and it's probably like 25 minutes. Because mm. like speedrunning is such a big thing now. And I feel like it wasn't, like I feel like maybe it was a big thing that I never heard of as a kid, but like I feel like when we were in college and like the internet became like a really, really big thing, because mm-hmm. it was a big thing before, but like like around the time Facebook kind of came out, I feel like was when like a lot of people kind of was like, oh yeah, the internet's fun and cool and we can have sex now because like the internet allows <laughs> us to have sex, mm-hmm. um, which was not how it was in high school. <laughs> Um, like, I feel like right around that time, speedrunning was kind of like, oh, yeah, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. I, I like watching speedruns. Yeah. But, man, trying to do one is so anxiety-inducing in me. I cannot, I would never, ever try to, like, really do that. It's tough for me, too, because mm-hmm. it's like um, you make one mistake. Yep. And it's like, oh, reset. Yeah. There's I, no way mm-hmm. I've made this mistake. There's no way I'm going to have a better time than I did previously. Yep. So it's Ugh. like, all right, Ugh. goodbye, 12 minutes of time. Sounds awful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Achievements for Aladdin. Yeah, I'm sorry. We were doing achievements. Tyler, do you have any achievements for this game? Uh, let's see. Uh, something. I want to do something for Abu and his bonus levels. All right. Uh, let's see. I mean, Monkey See, Monkey Do comes to mind, but that doesn't make sense. I know. Because I was thinking that Monkey Bone starring Brendan Fraser. Ooh, Monkey uh, Bone. That's something I haven't thought about in a while. Or, or Mr. Peepers, where you... Destroy. I guess there's coconuts coming his way, so you dest- the monkey destroys all the fruit. There's like Mr. Just, people's people's peepers due to apples. Yeah, yeah. There's trash monkey. Trash. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Which I would think you need to get like you need to blow 
what's a good i don't know what's a what is what is a drunk level like when you blow into the breathalyzer like what is like you're illegally drunk i don't know is it like 0.01 or something i don't know it's not i think point oh shit yeah i don't know i don't even want to guess just let me have a bunch of that everclear in the kitchen and i'll drive home i'll swervy and we'll find out we'll see (laughs) (laughs) i guess our trash monkey on every abu uh abu level die immediately and oh, at, the, okay. at the end, you get Trash Monkey. Hey, guess who unlocked that? Me! I was horrible <laughs> at the Abu bonus levels. Absolutely horrible. Because it's hard to practice because one hit and that's and it. And you're done. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if you want to see me be bad uh, in these <laughs> bonus levels, I did stream uh, Aladdin on Twitch. Uh, I'll have a link to that in the show notes. You can watch it. Mm. Uh, then I guess um, Turbo Tunnel. And mm. you get that when you unlock where you're on carpet and trying to flee the Cave of Wonders, avoiding all the lava. Can I tell you that I love how they treated that level? Because that's a hard level, and it is very much like the Turbo Tunnel. Mm -hmm. I applaud your excellent achievement Mm -hmm. name. Uh, They handled that level so well because I, on the third time I failed that uh, Magic Carpet level, they just took me to the next level. Okay. It was just like... L.A. Noir style, whenever you're, you can't do the car chasing scenes. Yep. Happened to me a lot. Yep. And they're just would like... Would you like to skip this? Yes, yep. I would. We're just, they, didn't, <laughs> they don't even ask. They just kind of treated it like a mini game where it's like, okay, you're not going to do this. Next level. Yep. <laughs> Which I thought was really nice. Because it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's hand-holding that I like mm-hmm. because that level is so different than any other level in the game. Like, I feel like they knew that when they were designing it and they were like, people who are kind of into the action-y... If kids are doing this, right. yeah. Like, this might be a roadblock. Yeah. Uh, and I think that it definitely would have been. Uh, and I don't think that's... That's not how Capcom handled it in the uh, in their version mm-hmm. of Aladdin. Nope. So, man, that turbo tunnel, though. Ooh. I've never beaten it, ever. Uh, I have beaten it, Um Legit, I beat Turbo Tunnel. I've beaten Battletoads only with using a Game Genie, though. So maybe that's... I got to put that on my list of games to eventually beat one day. That's all I got for achievements. All right. Tyler, I have a few questions. Hold on. Sorry. Tyler. Tyler. I've had a lot of fun today talking Mm -hmm. to you about... why we shouldn't pants, uh, and just you know, general bullying and Gilmore mm-hmm, Girls mm-hmm. and the all the Barbaras, the Barbara mm-hmm. quiz. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the Barbara mm-hmm. quiz, um, and a little bit of Aladdin, about twenty percent Aladdin. Uh, before we yep. close <laughs> things, though, hey, that's what we promised. We're delivering. <laughs> uh, before we close things out, I have a few questions for you, Tyler. If you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, mm-hmm. what kind of beard would you give Disney's Aladdin? I would have to give this the uh, the pristine blonde goatee of one Richard Branson. Oh, Richard Branson, mm-hmm. the the Branson man, mm-hmm. the man who made Branson, Missouri, yep. right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> because of the Virgin angle, right? Yep. Because yep. he is the owner of of uh, Virgin. All right. How many virgins does he own? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> he has so much money, he has continental prima nocta. So, so. many, so many goddamn virgins. Uh, his his hymen closet, disgusting. <laughs> so many dead birds. Disgusting. So many dead birds. <laughs> 
Wow, that's a that is a nice tadpole <laughs> callback, my friend. Anyone laughing at that joke? Uh, I love you. I don't even remember what episode that was on. I remember we recorded it in the high rise in Tadpog okay. High Rise, but no, oh, I'm sorry, it was the closet of Tadpog High Rise. Mm. I think. Yep. The banishment closet. I think it might have. Yeah, the banishment closet. <laughs> it might have been the episode where um, we thought we had Jordan Meow's uh, gifts, but did not. Oh, Instead, we had a broken mirror. Yeah, <laughs> might have been that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that we're friends. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler. Yes, sir. I enjoy that beard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I've got another question for you. All right. If you were to give this game, if you had to give this game a pair of glasses, what kind of glasses would you give it and why? Uh, I'd have to give it the uh, black framed glasses of one Stephen Colbert. Why Stephen Colbert? I'm familiar with Stephen Colbert. Uh, from my knowledge, he and Richard Branson fucking hate each other. Really? And because like they got into an awkward like argument. They're both trying to play it off as nice on the Colbert Report when when he came on. Like he ends so up, Branson like, came on the Colbert, Colbert Report. Report. He ends up like throwing water in Stephen Colbert's face. Like, like not as a joke. Like you, he's oh. trying to play it off, but he's just like, <laughs> fuck you. Interesting. Yeah. Is this on YouTube? Can I? I'm sure it is. All right. If I can find this on YouTube, it's going in the show notes after I watch it because that sounds fucking fascinating. Mm-hmm. So that that is for the the rivalry of Aladdin's between say Genesis and SNES. Okay. So who is who? Is Colbert Genesis Aladdin? Oh, uh, well, I mean, Richard Brand Virgin didn't do the SNES version. So Richard Branson has to be Genesis, and Stephen Colbert's SNES. Well, Colbert didn't do the Capcom version. To be fair. <laughs> I, got, I got I got half of but I get it I got I half get an it. allegory <laughs> but I think I like Colbert more than I like uh, I do Branson, like Colbert though. more than Richard Branson so that's where I'm having the yeah. disconnect <laughs> but I get your reasoning it's your glasses buddy however you want to spend them <laughs> Tyler I've got another question for mm-hmm. you uh, I would like to know how much this game is on Amazon if you were to buy Disney's Aladdin for the Sega Genesis used on Amazon right now, this very moment, how much do you think you would pay for it? There were so many copies of this game. So many copies. It sold so many. Mm-hmm. So I will say $3. Lowballing it. Mm-hmm. All right, 3 bucks. Tyler, actual retail value of Disney's Aladdin used for the Sega Genesis at the time of this recording is... $14.60. What? $14.60. I'm willing to bet you can find it cheaper. Oh, absolutely you can. Like probably even on That's eBay. That's nuts. Um, if you want to get the bootleg Disney's Aladdin, uh, yeah. they've undercut that $2. <laughs> <laughs> and then it didn't work out the way they wanted to, and they undercut it two more dollars. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> uh, you can also get, there is a listing by, here's the seller, the seller's name, Spider-Man. <laughs> if you want to buy a used copy of Disney's Aladdin in the original case, if you want to buy Spider-Man's copy, you can get that for $499. Man, I want to see Dirtbag Spider-Man that opens Dirt up windows and thwips, thwips out video games yeah. to shut up people's houses and sells it. I think you mean it, Ben Riley. <laughs> um, we can take a few calls if you want to take a few yeah, calls. Let's do it. Uh, I haven't tested our volume, uh, so this might be very loud. I also don't have the calls pulled up yet, so... Uh, do you have do you have any amusing anecdotes you'd like to share while I pull these up, or shall we sit in silence? <laughs> I'm trying to think if I have anything amusing. Uh, the girls killed some deer this week. 
Yeah. Oh, Bra- uh, home invasion. Yeah. Home invasion deers. <laughs> <laughs> Brainy Jr. and uh, I'm going to call her Minecraft AJ. Okay. So that's now all. So all three of them now have monikers. Uh, they each got their first deer on uh, deer deer season this weekend. Uh, are you? I mean, I know you're a big hunter. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Let's see. The last time I shot a rifle was with Melissa's dad about. Oh man, fifteen years ago, maybe like a long time ago. A long. That's the only time like we shot uh, clay pigeons at her house, Ooh. and that was that's it. So you probably that was probably a shotgun. What maybe? If you're doing, yeah, if you're doing skeet shooting, that was probably a shotgun. Oh, okay. I've never done that, but I really want to, and I've got... I got, like a, I got a few, surprisingly. Yeah. But... I, I would really, really love to do that, and, and mainly because I have a long shotgun, uh, where, like, uh, someone at work saw it, because, uh, you know, I bring it to work. Uh, that's, that's what Nikki <laughs> yeah, tells you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, a yeah. long oh, shotgun. Oh, it's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, she's like, it's dangerous at work, I hear, so make sure to bring your long shotgun. <laughs> Uh, but no, when I've described it to people, they're like, oh yeah, that would be a good one because it's got a long barrel. Um, it's not great for like, uh, using in a home defense kind of situation, mm-hmm. which is fine. I'll be honest with you. If someone breaks into my house, I'm more likely to be like, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Just don't kill us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, we don't have a lot for you to steal. Just please don't kill us. Um, but as far as like hunting, that's what my dad did with it. It was my dad's shotgun when he was oh, a kid. Okay. He would, uh, hunt with it uh squirrels i think he was like he would talk he was telling me his technique i've never i've never shot an animal before and i do not want to start um just because i get it i love like i don't like deer and -hmm. i wouldn't mind shooting a deer because i fucking hate it when like my car hits them there's too many (laughs) fucking deer here in kentucky uh they're fucking they're pests they really are they're pests um and it's like hoofed rats yeah the hoofed rats (laughs) absolutely um but here's my thing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem like shooting a deer because I have a hatred for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wouldn't want to do anything with the body afterwards. Like I would <laughs> like there's if there was a number I could call, be like, yeah, I just shot a deer. It's at this location. Come and get it. Do whatever you want with it. It's yours. Uh, that would be <laughs> you fine. might be able to do that. <laughs> we should start a business that's just like deer cleanup, where it's just like we go and pick up deer. Oh, wait, but then I'd have to do the thing that I hate doing, yeah, which so is I'll do that. Take all the outsides. You do all the PR. <laughs> out of the deer. So Melissa's dad uh, field dressed them and deboned them. But today we oh, just went man, up and oh, just cut up a bunch of deer, which is, I mean, that's, oh, you know, I've done plenty of that before. Oh, Melissa man. would periodically, Ooh, oh, really? Uh, <laughs> that makes me feel a little better. <laughs> oh, God. Why does this one smell? Why is this one bubbling? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to know what they look like on the inside. I don't. I do not want to know that. <sighs> That's why I don't kill things, man. I can't deal, I can't deal with the cleanup. <laughs> I'd be a bad Dexter. <laughs> I'd be a better Dexter's dad than a Dexter. There you go. <laughs> I'd be a better Raiden from Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> Dropping <Yeah>. wisdom bombs. <laughs> Getting thrown through concrete yeah. walls. Yep. Telling Dexter where all the warp vases are in Super Mario Brothers <laughs> 2. <too. laughs> all right. Thank you for thank you for talking to us about deer, Tyler. Yeah. Let's see if this is too loud. Uh, this is a well, never mind. It's a text message uh, from 386 who says, Hola, Tadpog. Shadow fan Sam here. I actually have a question this time, instead of just blowing your egos. Well, damn it. Uh, You can thank Ash for this one. 
What is the weirdest thing your significant other could be into that you'd not be cool with, but still willing to do? For instance, for instance, your wife one day is just like, pegging a dude just gets me off. Sorry, bro. Uh, You don't actually have to be into it. I said, okay, period. I said I'd do a devil's threesome. I won't say hers because she has shame. (laughs) (laughs) So Tyler, I ask you, what is the weirdest thing your significant other could be into that you'd not be cool with but still willing to do? Hunting. (laughs) (laughs) Is that sexual nature? Pegging, fine. Devil's three-way, fine. He does not say he does not say it's sexual in nature, so I feel like hunting would work. <laughs> hunting maybe, um, yeah. Sexually, I can't think of like if she wanted to do it, I'd be like, yeah, okay, we do that at least once. Yeah, all right. Um, I get it. I, I'm down to try like almost anything once, but I do know like my own personal limits. Yeah, I have my personal answer to this, and I never have to worry about it. Uh, my personal answer would be um, a devil's threesome because it's like yeah. or mm. or partner sharing because like I can't I can't deal with that partner sharing in different rooms. I, I've read so many I've read so many stories on the sex subreddit mm-hmm. that like just ring true with me of like just a dude like being very regretful about like wanting to do that and then going through with it and it being horrible and like now he doesn't like know how to. Do anything. Yeah, can't look at her without thinking of her face whenever the other guy was inside her, yeah. I feel like that is a thing that, like, both people in that relationship need to know that they're they're on board with, and I'm... I know for a fact that I am not on board with that just because I couldn't handle the psychological aftermath. That would eat eat me alive. That would eat me alive. I'm trying to... uh, Because I've even told Melissa, like... I'll go to a rodeo. I'll try. I'll try that. And just about anything that I know I've said before, like I wouldn't like, I try it with her and yeah. see like everything's better with her. So like I'll try that again. See if see if that's you know how I feel about that. Uh, but yeah, hunting I legitimately have like no interest in. That sounds like the most boring fucking thing ever. And I know I just like I'd finally see one. I just miss it and run away. Mm. And there you go. There's there's your day. <laughs> That's the part that interests me is like, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording today, but like the main thing about hunting that interests me is putting marksmanship skills to practical use. Mm -hmm. Like that is like, I'm just curious if I could do it, you know, like if I am good enough a shot to hit uh, a living creature. And that's like, that's a weird, like morbid curiosity. I mm-hmm. feel like, like when I say that out loud, I'm like, Oh, that, that sounds like a horrible thing. No, to you're do. like Goku. You just but, want, to, you want to test your limits to yeah, see, yeah. see how your training is. Yeah, earned I'm, you. Yes. I'm like, I'm like Ryu. I have to just go out and just shoot as many deer as I can <laughs> until I shoot the strongest deer. <laughs> there are no deer left stronger. <laughs> is there a deer fighter series of games? Cause there needs to be Man. that stars Ryu and Charles Barkley. And their rivals. In orange vests. Yeah. <laughs> just punching deer. Throwing basketballs at deer. But it's a simulator, so you have... It's a real-time simulator. So you have to wake up at 4 a.m. and sit at your computer. Game's locked out yeah, unless right. you get up that early. Uh, the game ends. Spoilers. Uh, the credits roll. As they roll, you're Charles Barkley driving home, and you hit a deer, and you <laughs> skid off the highway. <laughs> and you throw it in the back of your truck and say, that. now I killed it. <laughs> Uh, thanks for the text message, Sam. 
I hope you feel as if we have sufficiently answered your question. Uh, here is a actual voicemail. This is from 520. Um, like I said, I haven't tested the volume level, so apologies if this is super loud. What do you think letting the Holy Spirit, Jesus come inside? What do you think letting the, the whole Jesus Christ come inside <laughs> you is all about? The church, of course, is all about green pie. Bye. <laughs> Wait, the church is all, of course the church is all about cream pies, uh-huh. because Jesus Christ comes inside of you? Mm-hmm. What is that a reference to? Open open your heart and let Jesus come inside. That's is the this whole, a thing that we've talked about on the show before no, that I've I mean, forgotten? That's the whole altar call. Like, let, <laughs> <laughs> you have to accept Jesus and let Jesus come into your heart. That seems like that is not a good thing for your heart. <laughs> I have a heart condition. Never once has a cardiologist been like, Oh, dude, you haven't been letting enough guys come in your he, cart, dude. He's, he's a Jesus come in there, man. Yeah, at least let <laughs> Jesus come in there. <laughs> I can understand if you're not going to let, like, I don't know, Hugh down at the truck stop. But let <laughs> Jesus do it. Hugh Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Thanks for the call, 520. Here is another call. Here's another voicemail from 410. What is up, Pat Hogg? It is... July the 6th, 2016, and I was listening to the All Calls episode that aired today. Oh, this is Tony, by the way. Hey, Tony. Um, and I, I had to stop and call because Dave said that. All right, I'm going to pause it. Let's play a game called What Was Dave Wrong About? Science. It's July 6th, so I'm trying to think what we were talking about on, on around that time. Bird hymens? Probably bird hymens. Uh, maybe Independence Day? <laughs> Possibly? Maybe. I don't know. I guarantee you I fucked something <laughs> up, though. The crippled girls would shoot their sperm all over the turtle eggs laid by the mini turtle. <laughs> and I just wanted to call uh, and make sure that, you know, I maybe Dave's dad didn't have the talk with him. About, about the sperm. birds and the bees, because you see, Dave, when a boy yes, loves a girl, yes, he puts his penis inside of her vagina, yeah, and he's the one that sprays the cum into her egg. No, no, not the other wrong. way around. You put it in her. Butt I just wanted pee. to make sure you were straight on that, because we don't want any accidents to happen, and God forbid you end up with an unwanted child. All right. That's all I have for today. Tony bringing some serious education. (laughs) Tony, aren't we all unwanted children? (laughs) Let me ask you that first and foremost. Aren't we all unwanted? Don't we all feel like unwanted children? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Nihilus Tadpog. Yeah. (laughs) You can count on me to uplift everybody's spirits. (laughs) I'm probably at one more. All right. Thank Tony. Thank you for explaining that. Um, I... Here's here's literally here's the birds and bees conversation that I did have um, when I was seven years old. I asked where babies came from, and um, I was told I was told where babies came from. Uh, I remember even a moment where my because like I asked, and my mom and dad were both in the room, and like my dad looked at my mom and was like, "He's asking," and my mom's like, oh, "I don't know." And then my dad was just like, "All right, judgment call. He wants to know, so I'm going to tell him where babies come from." And, um, he told me what Tony just said. Um, and 
which I still don't believe is true. Uh, I still don't believe that. Uh, that's just something that people tell you to sell you birth control. <laughs> <laughs> big birth control. Yeah. Trying to yeah, that's, force it all on that's you. big pharma coming in. <laughs> Tony, I see you've drunk the cool drank the Kool Aid. You're, you're drunk on the Kool Aid you done drank. <laughs> uh, I yeah. So I'm a I'm I'm an intercourse denier. <laughs> But uh, I remember after being explained, after my dad explained to me where babies came from, the last thing that he said to wrap it up was, do not tell any other kids this. <laughs> okay. I feel like I talked about me asking my mom when I was little. Like, I asked her where babies come from and what sex was. She's like, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think sex is? When you get naked and hug? Close enough. <laughs> Only conversation we ever had about it. Yeah. And I lived in this house when we had that conversation. <laughs> was it in this room? Was it in blanket form? I think it was in the living room. Oh, bummer. Well, we'll go we'll go reenact it also for a I bonus got, episode. It's also where I got saved. In, it's where you got in, saved? In this house. So, in so, this house? Where Jesus came inside, yep. Your heart? Mm-hmm. In this house. It wasn't in church? Nope. Really? Yep. I was watching a David Ring video here that Dad had borrowed from What somebody. is David Ring? David Ring is a preacher, a motivational preacher with cerebral palsy. Is it the sequel to David the Gnome? It's pretty close. Or it's like David the Gnome. Okay, so it's like a mashup. You take David the Gnome and the Ring movie and mash them together. Instead, <laughs> instead of the girl coming out of the television screen, it's David the Gnome with his hat turned upside down. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. David Ring. Uh, yeah, I remember watching that video, um, which he's pretty good. And he did a bit about, like, I don't know, he had like a nice suit on, and then he's giving a message and opens up his suit jacket and his, like, tie and his shirt are stained and tattered. And it was the whole thing about not knowing what on the inside of people and judging from their outside. And I see. A bunch of shit like that. And afterward, I was like, Mom, Dad, I think I won't get saved. So, yeah. And then and then it just happened in the yeah, house? Yep. Someone came over. Then I got rebaptized again. No. Oh, it's just a thing that you were yeah, like. Yeah, just thing. You just you just say a sentence. Really? Yep. You're shitting me. Christianity's easy. Yeah, I mean that does sound pretty easy. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that seems like a very convenient religion. I feel like that's a good way for a particular religion to populate. Yep. Like, or I'm sorry, propagate. They d- the they discuss that in uh, the Iron Druid books. Oh, do they? That Christianity stamps out all other religions, mostly Druidism, because it's so easy. I got you. Like yeah. Druidism to to become a Druid takes like twelve years of study. You keep mispronouncing Judaism. Judaism. <laughs> that's hey. That's also uh, a magic system in that in that in those books. So. In the like in the fiction or like in the role playing. In, in in the fiction in the in the in the books where he teams up with a rabbi. Yeah. At one point, yeah. That series sounds pretty cool. That and sounds like I something like I would enjoy, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So David Ring, that'll be in the show notes. Uh, I'll try to find the video of him wearing a tattered suit. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't promise anything though. If I can't find that, there will be a link to David the Gnome. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, cause I, I remember watching David the Gnome and the moment he rode Swift the Fox, I was like, I would let David the Gnome come in my heart <laughs> for sure. Uh, here is a, another voicemail. This is from... Four, two, three. Motherfucking Tadpog. What's going on, fellas? It's Joe Willard. What's up? Um, just calling in. Got a couple trash of bear. Uh, trash bear. for you. Um, number one, um, got a would you rather. So say your wife and your mother switch bodies. 
Oh, Freaky Friday style. No. So your mom's body, trash bear, has your wife's brain in it, and vice versa. <laughs> Would you rather have sex with your mom, with your wife's mind in her, so your mom's body, or your wife's body with your mom's mind in her? Oh <laughs> God! And uh, question number two, I wanted to see. Um, I haven't. I'm catching up right now on all the back episodes, so I'm not sure if you've addressed this, but. The real supernatural strengths, um, those being retard strength, old man strength, chimp strength, like the monkey. Uh, look up Bakersfield chimp if you have any questions. That'll be a link that in the one. show notes. Also, and, wait, uh, I'm going to pause for a moment. Chimp strength, like the monkey? Yeah. What other chimps are there, Trash Bear? <laughs> <laughs> ape, ape strength? Ape strength? Gorilla strength? Maybe maybe he thought we'd think... He said champ strength? Like, ah, I'm a champ. I'm a champ strength. Lastly, mom with child stuck under car strength. Mm. So wanted to see if y'all had any thoughts on those and if you could rank them in their order. Uh, me and my buddies here at work, we like to argue about that. So anyways, uh, buttholes, dicks, tater day, leaners. <laughs> uh, earthbound, earthbound. Talk. Chrono Trigger, Chrono Trigger. Uh, we talked about that before. Thank you, Trash Bear. Have we? Uh-huh. So remember, because we were wondering, like, say, mentally handicapped strength. Yeah. we were trying to avoid saying that word, and then, like, he, he ended up on the chat, I think, saying, oh, man, I shouldn't have done that. Um, but I think we, basically, I think mom strength, pulling a kid from the car was what we said was the Have I played tier. this call before, or did someone else ask us? Uh, I feel like we we read this. So maybe it was in a package oh, or okay. a postcard yeah, or something like that. Yeah, we did read it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we did read it. Um, we have not answered the would you rather. Mm-hmm. Ugh, would you rather? That's rough, that's a rough one. Ooh, that is proof. It made you and Melissa both cringe hard. Oh, yeah. That is proof that we're all that's God's good, unwanted children. And that's a solid would you rather. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very hard would you rather. Mm-hmm. I, man, do not want to answer that question. I do not. Neither of those, neither of those situations <laughs> seem like it. There's no winning. There is no winning. Um, it would be. I mean, a person ugh. is their personality, right? No, that's just part of who they are. Because mm. I feel like a person's a person's image dictates a, a a portion of a person's personality. Where it's like, I feel like if I looked completely different, there's a good chance. Like if I look different. When I was six years old, if I looked different, I feel like there's a good chance that I would be a completely different person today because I feel like people externally may have treated me differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I may be, and who knows how that would have like how that would have affected my life. I mean, if your consciousness is uploaded into a computer, yes, how much does that change you? Are you still you? Because it's that's your mind and your personality. That's a good question, man. I I think that you would, I would still be uh, okay. So maybe it depends on when you're uploaded. Like, how old are you when you're uploaded? Because like, if this is a a Freaky Friday situation, it's just like tomorrow. There's a simple switch. They're they're talking on the phone, and lightning strikes a Verizon cell tower, and they switch they switch (laughs) bodies. Right. Uh, Because I think I have to go with. Oh, you're actually going to answer it. I think. Well, yeah, we got a wood. You're either going to do it. it. That's gross. I think. (laughs) I think it's your 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 wife's mind and in your mother's body. That's your answer. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Is that? I. That's like the the least of the two evils. You feel like? I think. I I think so. I mean, because otherwise, like once you, I mean, once they switch back, I mean, 
your mom's gonna know like mentally like uh yeah no she would still see you and know what you oh it's bad it's the other way around like your wife and you still know all all the nuances and it's just like no it's bad either way it's It's bad bad either way way because it's like even if you go the other route uh what if the next day your mom's like god my pussy hurts (laughs) (laughs) if you've got the kind of mom that would say that to you you might have done that already yeah (laughs) yeah son my pussy hurts and I do not know why. Could you explain it? <laughs> I'm having quite the vaginal conundrum. Yeah, I did not have. I don't know what happened. I, I, yeah, I don't like that. My, I also, my pussy sore as fucks. Uh, did I get Cosby'd? <laughs> it's no good either way. It's no fucking good either way. All right, I think we end on that note. That's pretty good. Excellent. Excellent. Here's my answer. I do have an answer, okay. Trash Bear. Uh, what I would do is... Uh, wait for my wife uh, in my mom's mind uh, to lay the eggs in the sand, and then I would spray my cum all over them. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. So don't miss the next episode. All calls. Yeah, we can do all calls. Hey, did you enjoy that last segment? That's all it's going to be, yeah. Uh, hey, iTunes is the big mar- biggest marketplace, so you can one. find us on iTunes. Give us a five-star written review. Uh, we still sell shirts. We it's do the, sell it's shirts. the blue one on Amazon. Just type in Tadpog. And leave a five-star review there. We've got Facebook. We've got Twitter. Yep. So if you want to get in touch with us, if there's a game you want us to play, guest host for an episode, a Patreon request. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, whatever you, whatever you get to us in one of those forums, we promise we'll get to that. Eventually. eventually. Don't worry, guys. Like Tyler said, we're going to be back. Like he said, you can find us on Facebook or at facebook.com slash Tadpog. We're on Twitter. We are at Tadpog underscore podcast. Uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe. Uh, you can also, <laughs> I just like saying that. Uh, you can also uh, find us on Tadpog.com. That's where the show notes live. I am going to do my best uh, to find um, the clip from Animaniacs, the fingerprints clip. Uh, I will also do my best to find David Ring. If I cannot find that, I will post my favorite David the Gnome episode yeah. or possibly anything related to David's. Uh, maybe it'll be a David Cross thing. I don't know. <laughs> David Spade, maybe it's maybe an it's entire a David running Spade series thing. of Just Shoot Me. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, you can also uh, give us a call if you want to at 270-883-2555. If you leave us a voicemail, uh, please try to keep it uh, to three minutes. Uh, you can also send in a text message, but I promise that I will fuck it up. Uh, we do have a Patreon. Uh, we just recently recorded and released uh, uh, November's Patreon mm-hmm. bonus episode. I think it's very strong. I do it, too. It was a lot of fun to record. Um, Ian was on. Uh, Taryn was on. Uh, we had a really good time um, talking about a lot of sex stuff mainly. Yep. Uh, and you can listen to that for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you would like to donate on Patreon, uh, chip in at least a buck. Man. Ian consistently, Ian's got some fucking stories. Yeah, oh yeah, Ian's got some great <laughs> stories. And then Taryn uh, has a lot of uh, hilarious interjections. Uh, and <laughs> we saw a penis. And we saw we saw a penis. Uh, this is the first time that we uh, have all looked at Ever a penis seen one. together. So that's what it looks like. I said. Um, <laughs> I don't want to give it away, but uh, you'll have to listen to the Patreon bonus episode to find out. Somebody has a new title. Someone (laughs) has a new title, and that new title is Master Mold.
and thank you, Master Mold, uh, for allowing us to um, really just take in the breathtaking beauty. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. If you want to listen to that or any of our bonus episodes, uh, you can do that at patreon.com slash tadpog. Uh, donate at least a dollar. You get access to that episode and all the episodes that we've done in the past. I saw on the Patreon that he has a challenger, though. There's a challenger on oh, Patreon? A challenger, yeah. Lord Micah Berdu wants to challenge challenge him and, like, I guess, show Taryn his penis and see see which one. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I've never met Exalted Lord Mike. Uh, oh, well, I've, I've met Exalted Lord Mike at Purdue, so I never want to see his penis. That's how it works. Mm, mm-hmm. I've met him, so now I don't want to see don't it. Don't want to see it. Uh, because uh, there's no disconnect. There's no disconnect to yeah. that. Um, well, it's all on Taryn, so. What, the penis? Yep. Okay. It's all on Taryn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, so we'll leave it up to her. Just as long. Sorry, sorry, Exalted Lord Micah Purdue. I don't. I don't want to see it. But uh, if Taryn wants to see it, then yeah, let's let's we'll do it for her birthday. You have some stiff competition. That was an intended pun, but I do feel like um, I'm sorry, dude. But unless you. You're gonna have to. You're really gonna have to bring some game, dog. Because like, because this this wiener was a mighty, mighty, mighty big wiener. <laughs> Like this was one where it was like this this wiener has a future. <laughs> uh let's see. I want to take a moment to uh thank some people who have recently donated. I would like to thank Ooh, man, a lot of people have recently upped their pledges. Guys, thank you so much. Uh I'd like to thank Sandwich Pope, Phil Hawkins, uh, who defended his title uh and on top of that increased his donation on Patreon. Uh, Phil, thank you very much. I'd like to thank a new donor, love a new donor, uh, Matthew Tremblay. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Uh, Matthew, thank you very much. Uh, please enjoy the bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Big Dick Number 2, Exalted Lord Mike of Purdue, uh, for upping his pledge. We'll see. Maybe you'll dethrone Master Mold. We'll see. I, dude, you got to be like slinging some mad dick. I, I pro- you didn't see these. You did not see these photographs. I think that like I saw them and it was like, whoa, wow, man, wow. And I watch a lot of porn. <laughs> it was at least four inches. It was impressive. Oh, wow. It was so, yeah. <laughs> I could see the neck and everything. It wasn't just a giant head. Uh, I'd like to thank... Uh, Tadpog Santa, Jack of Ziggy Moons, Mike mm-hmm, H, mm-hmm. Uh, for recently upping uh, his pledge. Uh, I would like to thank let's see, Nathan Chowning, new donor, mm. uh, for uh, donating. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoy uh, the, the bonus episodes. Uh, let's see. I'd like to thank uh, Tyler of Tadpog for sending me a game called Rampage Nights mm-hmm. on Steam. Thank you, Tyler. Uh, I would like to thank Brett Miller for upping his pledge. Brett, we got to get a title for you, dog. I just don't have it yet. Uh, we're going to work on that. Thank you for, for upping your mm-hmm. donation. Do you have a dick pic that you can send? <laughs> we can base we do it, it based on that? We can that? base it on that. If you want, you can send that. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Exalted Lord Micah Purdue hit us up again. Uh, he... He's riding that penny train. He gave us, he upped his donation after the bonus episode, too. So, so wait on Taryn. That's above and beyond. I am still waiting on Taryn, uh, but I would like to thank uh, Wizen Sage, Wizen Saint, 
Sage was in Saint mm, Ian Chandler all right. uh, for upping his donation uh, considerably. Uh, he said that he was going to on the bonus wizened episode. Wizened Archmage? Wizened Archmage. We already have a pinball Archmage, though. That's true. And I like Saintly Sage. Saintly Sage? Wizened Technomancer? Know. We'll work on it. Ian, oh, yeah. do you have a request? <laughs> there you go. Because yeah, you're giving us enough money at this point where we pretty much have to do whatever you say. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so thank you very much for supporting us. Uh, it's fucking amazing mm-hmm. uh, that you're giving us that much money, dude. Uh, we love you. Uh, that's all the people I have to thank right now. Uh, let's see if you want to send us something, uh, just like Shadowrunner Cody did. You can send that to Tadbox Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. Got an Instagram. Oh, shit. There's a postcard. Look. And it's got to be from Taryn. I picked the one that said Austin because I figured it was from Taryn. Yep. She she go, semi-threw a fit that we didn't have any postcards for her, so here you go. Yeah, it was one of those where it's like, I felt, Taryn, I felt like you were trying to pass it off as a joke, but I felt like you were actually truly uh, concerned that we hadn't received mm-hmm. the postcard. So, so Austin, we did get it. Live music capital of the world, Austin, Texas. Greetings from the live music capital of the world. Miss you guys, Taryn. Fun fact, Austin native Matthew McConaughey was once arrested H-I-U-H. H- High, H-I-G-H. High, naked, and playing bongo drums right here in Austin. All right, all right, all right. Smiley face. Thank you, Taryn. I will add this to my growing collection. I love it. I love it so much. It sounded like you said groin collection. My groin collection. I know you collection. said growing, but I hope that you also have a Thank groin collection. Thank you, Master collection. Mold, for contributing to my right. groin collection. <laughs> Where you serial, serial killer style cut out every genital you've ever seen mm-hmm. in a magazine. Mm-hmm. I've got a giant book. <laughs> yes, you made a yes, giant exactly. scrapbook. Which was actually, it wasn't a scrapbook. All you had handy was your sixth grade yearbook and decided, <laughs> fuck it. I'm just going to put them in here. See if I can get one over everybody's Everyone's face. face. <laughs> Weird. Everyone, everyone in your class looks like they were summoners from the Final Fantasy series. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got an Instagram, Tadpog underscore podcast on Instagram. We're on Twitch. Just search mm-hmm. for Tadpog. You'll find us. Yep. Uh, our theme song is moved by Sycamore Drive. We've that track. found the show notes at Tadpog.com. Hey, Melissa, how do you want us to close this out? You're in this room. <laughs> You're busy. <laughs> She's still on this episode of Candy Crush. It's killing her. It's killing her. 1320. So, yeah. 13. If you've beaten 1320. level. Like, that's the level you're on? That's that's a lot of levels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a lot of... Do you unlock an achievement when you beat level 1337? Like, do you get, like, so. elite title? <laughs> uh, how you want to close it up, Dave? Uh, I think that we should do it like um, Steve from Full House. He has okay. a very distinct voice, mm-hmm. as we all know. And by that, I mean mm. not at all. So until next time, Tropical Tropical Capricorn. Capricorn. That was was good. We nailed it, I feel We did. We nailed it. it. We were like, room is full of Steves. If he dies, uh, if that actor dies, they're going to call us for the next season. That's true. And we have to do it together in tandem. Yes. Yes. We're the the Etten version of Steve. The two-headed Steve. Steve. Yeah. (laughs) The two-headed Steve. That should be the name. Like, if we ever start um, a jazz duo, we're the two-headed Steve. <laughs>